Hey, and welcome back. I'm Susan Patang from The Quiet Zone Coaching, and you're listening to Dear Aunt Susan, I Need Divorce Advice. So if you're, even if you're not going through a divorce, but you're having a bad breakup with somebody, it's this all still applies. Um, when we get, when we break up with somebody or we get divorced, it's like being chucked into the emotional blender and the proverbial Yahtzee cup with our emotions up in the air. So today I wanted to uh, talk about how to be confident um, in your next steps, because sometimes when we've had the rug pulled out from under us, you know, the, the divorce has now changed everything that we knew to be true about life. Um, where we live may change, the people we live with, and even sometimes what's important to us can change because of all these massive emotional changes that we grieve. So if uh, before we get into it, if you're interested in learning a little bit more about me and what I do and how I work, you can go to my website, www.thequietzonecoaching.com, and you can read all about it. But for now, we're going to talk about how to be confident in your next steps, what you need to do. So when we're contemplating a divorce or we're in the middle of it or we're breaking up with somebody, it's really tempting to run out and buy one of those magic eight balls so we can find out what's going to happen because we have no idea what we should be doing. It's impossible to know what the best thing is to do. How much money should you ask for? How much child support is reasonable? Should I stay in the house or should we sell it and split the profits? Should I stay in the same town? Should I move? What should I be doing? There is no way to be able to predict the future. So we need other tools to determine the paths that we should take and the actions that are in our best interest. Um, so no, I'm not going to tell you to go ha- uh, hire a psychic, although you can if you want to. But the first step is to make sure that you have professionals that you can count on when it comes to the more practical matters. This is super important. You need a good mediator that you feel comfortable with or um, a compassionate divorce lawyer who's not looking to make a small fortune on your misfortune. And that's important. Um, another professional that you can rely on if there are any assets to be split or if there's complications uh, or complicated financial investments and things like that. You want to get um, a person called a CDFA, a Certified Divorce Financial Analyst. They can be really super helpful in helping you untie those naughty problems and decide And they can also give you guidance because they have seen before what is um, commonplace and appropriate for uh, the non-moneyed partner to get or the moneyed partner to give to the ex. Uh, So that's something that, you know, you should really consider hiring somebody like that. So now you've got those practical matters covered. Okay. But again, your world has just been turned upside down. The very things that kept you grounded, the anchors that you had in your life, might have either shifted or been pulled out from underneath you. So how can you be confident that you're doing the right things, that you're reacting the right way to problems, that you're taking the right steps and behaving in a way that is going to cause you the least amount of stress and aggravation? See, you knew that was coming because I'm all about the stress and I'm also all about the tools. So here's one for you. Here's a tool. The answer is to have a well-defined value system. I know you've heard me talking about this for three seasons now, but it is so true. I cannot stress this more strongly. 
our values are the set of principles that we base our behavior on. They're the concepts in life that we consider as individuals to be important to us. And they're the indicators of the kind of person that we aspire to be, the kind of person that we want to be with the kinds of traits that we think are important, even if we don't have all those traits yet. That's this is our values are not just who we are, what we think is important, but also who we aspire to be. So we talk all the time about our values and what's important to us. But have we actually taken the time to sit down and define those values? So what are values anyway? Just about everybody says that, oh, I want to be compassionate. I want to be kind. I want to be loving. But there are so many other choices that help to define the person that we want to be. And here are just a few examples. Uh, Curiosity, commitment, effectiveness, generosity, grace, benevolence, growth, bravery, shrewdness, hardworking, wise, having wisdom being positive, and being grateful. And if you guys have been, any of you have been listening to my podcast since the beginning, you're probably vomiting already from hearing me say positivity and gratitude again. But I can't stress that enough either. You can always do an internet search for examples of values or examples of principles that maybe fit more in line of who you think you want to be and who you are. I want you to take some time, take an afternoon, sit down and decide what is truly important to you. I only read off, you know, a dozen things randomly. I have lists and lists and lists of these that I give to my clients so that they can start exploring what feels right to them. I want you to think about who you aspire to be, what is important to you. Who is the best version of you? And what does that person believe? Write it all down. And every few months, pull out the list. You can add some more values to it. You could take some off that don't serve you as well that you might have changed your mind about. I do that myself. The purpose of this exercise is to give you that framework. You want to have the basis, the foundation for your attitudes, for your behavior, For example, um, you might be tempted to call up your ex and fuss over something that he did or something he didn't do. Okay. Ah, you're late with the child's apart. Okay. So you might desperately want to call up your attorney and cry about something that the ex did. And you want your attorney to call up the other attorney right now to have this fixed. Okay. You might freak out. Let me ask you this. Is that something that the person you want to be would do? Does that behavior align with your values? So if your value system says that you feel like it's important to be effective, to be calm, to be a problem solver, to be uh, focused on the outcome, would those behaviors be the ones that you should be doing? No, they, they aren't. So what would they be doing? Okay. What would the ideal version of you do? How do you really want to behave? Do that. Do the thing that reflects your value system to solve the problem. Think about this. At the end 
end of the whole process, when the divorce is done, do you want to be proud that you stuck to your values and you kept cool and calm and you advocated for yourself and got what you needed? Or do you want to be the person who feels guilty because you behave badly and you feel really, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Okay. Do you want to have that for the rest of your life? Hell no. And what kind of example do you want to set for your kids? You want to show those kids that this is the way to negotiate. This is the way to be a problem solver. This is the way to be the person that you want to be, to be that best version of you. When our behavior is at odds with our values, it creates something called cognitive dissonance. That's what the psychologists call it, but all it boils down to, it's really just your conscious mind and your subconscious mind going to war with each other and duking it out, okay? The, your, your subconscious mind is saying, no, 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 this is what we think is important. And your conscious mind is saying, no, but I really have to do this right now, okay? They go to war with each other and guess what? The end result is stress. Okay, so if you want to avoid stress, okay, you want to behave in a way that you are going to be happy with later and that will be an awesome role model for your children. And this is why you need to define your value system and live by it. Stick to those values. This is just one way that you can get through a tough day in one piece. If you want to learn other ways to to get through a tough day in one piece, I want you to go uh, to my website and read this article. And here's the address. It's called www.thequietzonecoaching.com slash mantra. That's where you want to go. It's a a free article. you, it'll teach you how to get through a tough day in one piece using what I call life mantras. And you'll love it. It's a really, really super simple way to reprogram your subconscious. So until next week, I hope you have an awesome, amazing, wonderful week. Namaste. And feel free to reach out and uh, send me a message through my website and let me know how you like this, this content. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>